Ninjas vs. Monsters, starring Alexia, written and directed by Justin, is now available to buy at ninjasvs.com. That's ninjasvs.com. Or you can rent it on iTunes or Xbox or Comcast, wherever you do that stuff. So go to ninjasvs.com or rent it, buy it, check it out right now. Just check it out. It's even got on the DVD at ninjasvs.com a commentary that's basically a Trek off show with me and Alexia just talking over the film. So go to ninjasvs.com. You really want to see this one. Ninjas vs. Monsters at ninjasvs.com or rent it on Xbox, iTunes, or Comcast. Okay, enjoy the show. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Enterprise Double D. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. (laughs) <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't I even no, copy that right now. <laughs> I have no upper register. I, I, I can't oh do gosh. it because I'm I'm sick. I I had no voice as of like three days ago, and it sounds like you'll have no voice tomorrow. That's awesome! Yay! Yay! For <laughs> winter. Yay! Winter's here, and we can be dying. Um, but that doesn't mean, hey, listen, listeners, we know that we have done like we used to do a show like every week. There was every 10 days. Lately, it's been like every 15 or 20 um, this spring. We're going to get right back on track. But it has been a crazy few weeks, man, including right. like us being sick and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then anyone who's seen us on Facebook knows that I've been a little preoccupied with something else right now. That's just a scotch. Um, so, uh, uh, Ninjas versus Monsters is out. Yeah. And there's a promo, I'm sure, right before this episode that you heard saying that. But here, you hear from us for real live. Like, it's up. <laughs> for realsies. It's, it's up. It's um, there. It's the stuff. Yeah. You can watch it. There have been reviews. They've been, they, every review that's mentioned you, they like you. Yeah. They like, they call you out. There's a cast of 21 and there are reviews where they like mentioned like one other person in you. So you are liked. That's awesome. I got to tell you, like when I, when I read the, whatever the one that you sent me, I read it. I was like, oh, that's so cool. That person doesn't like, even like, know me. And that, like, yeah, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's got to feel good because it's like, it, like you've gotten good reviews before, but those are all local. Like these are national reviews that are like pointing you out and going, hey, you rock. Yeah, that uh, felt really awesome. I was like, that's really, really cool. There, like was even, there was even a review for our Trek Off commentary. Um, which said that it's energetic and fun, but might be overwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) No, I get that a lot. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, hey, listen, so uh, I don't want to spend the entire time plugging, but uh, uh, if you want to rent it, um, it's on iTunes, it's on Xbox, it's on PlayStation. Uh, You'll have to search for it in some cases, just Ninjas vs. Monsters in your search button. Um, Yeah, uh, when I looked for it on PSN, it was really neat. When I like found it, I like went. I was like, "New movies, let's see what's new for rent." And then, boom, there it was. I was like, "What?" Yes, it's on there, and it's like it's really cheap. Uh, it's like three ninety nine or four ninety nine to rent. Um, whatever you do, if you could just like like it and or give it five stars, give it high ratings, it raises our visit. Like it moves us up the line when that's done. Um, and if you like, look, there's an exclusive thing on there. You can't get anywhere else. If you're like, I need Trek off in my life. The DVD has a Trek off commentary on it. 
um, where it's us doing the show over the movie for like two hours. So uh, the, for, for that alone, guys, you should get a copy of Ninja Turtles and Monsters. But enough of that. We've talked about that. We got yeah, other can, stuff. Can I, can I say one yeah. other thing really quick because it was sure. like super cool? I'm a cartoon. Yes. That was like the neatest fucking thing ever. I You're was welcome. Like, Thank you so much, dude. I saw when I saw it, I was like, because I'd seen other people's and I was like, oh, how cool is this? Like, I, but I, I didn't know whether I would like warrant one. Do you know it's what I mean? By the guy, it's by the guy. Well, first of all, of course you warrant one. You're one of the main characters. Just, and you know and, how I am, dude. I do. I, I do. No, there's, <laughs> I, so the, the main, like, I think 21 cast members, um, which would be all of the, all the ninjas, all the monsters, all the step ninjas, and you and Carla, um, they all get. Uh, they all get one. Um, and it's from the guy who does the show Adventure Time. And uh, Ross, Daniel Ross ran into him and and said, hey, uh, I'd like to do this as an idea. And he named a price and the price was high. So Ross was like, hey, can we have this? So uh, so like actually like he paid for half and I paid for half of it. So it's like it's yeah. Man, it's, it's freaking, totally. It's fucking awesome because I like awesome. actually like watch Adventure Time. So like I was like, what? And yeah. when I saw like little little cartoon me, and I have my little like don't fuck with me eyes on, I was like, I like this. This is awesome. Like I've if never been a cartoon before. If you were friends with us on Facebook, you'd know what we're talking about. So look <laughs> us up. Um, but hey, listen, uh, I don't want to spend. We're already. T- 13 minutes and we've done nothing but chill for ninjas versus monsters. Oh my gosh. There's so much to talk about. Um, cause I've wanted to tell you, so even ever since we like before we did the last show, um, uh, ever since we, I guess we've been talking for 13 minutes, but we've only been recording for a little bit. Um, I, ever calm si- the fuck down, dude. sorry. Okay. Sorry. But ever since the last show before the last show, I've wanted to talk about this cause I've been watching DS9 as I do. And there's some shit to talk about that I need to talk to you about because um, con- it's confession time with some stuff. But first, how was your trek 20 days? Um, you know, I can't say. Have you been watching any Star Trek? I've actually been on a, a little bit of a trek hiatus. Really? What have you, you been doing? In, I'm sure your life has not been devoid of science fiction, though. So what, what have you been watching instead? Oh, no, it hasn't. I start like I um, well, so what's been happening for me, my uh, I've been kind of busy with my mom having a hip revision. So that means I don't really get to choose the entertainment, right? You're like, you're stuck with what we shoot, what she watches. Essentially. Yes. Which is why I know track. Like she she doesn't really watch track, which sucks. Uh, Did you watch anything genre, anything that you can like latch onto? I mean, the closest I can come to like, so it's actually a show I wanted to watch. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it called the librarians. No. So it's kind of like, I feel like in some ways it's like the American answer to Doctor Who. Like it's not, it's not like obviously Doctor Who, but like the basic premise is there's, it's, it's Noah Wiley. Um, and he's basically gets chosen. Like there's this place called the, the, the library and it's magical. And it's where it's almost like actually Doctor Who meets Friday the 13th. If you remember that awesome series, which I totally, Oh love. my gosh, you brought up Friday the 13th, the series. That's amazing. I love that show. If you mentioned mentioned Freddy's Nightmares, I'm going to be really happy. (laughs) I don't think I know about that. But so... They so basically the, in the librarian like there's the library is like a magical place is where they keep the magic in the world 
like because it's kind of drained out but there are still magical items out there that like bad people can do bad things with so the librarian gets chosen by the library like there's a whole bunch of people that got interviewed and this guy gets picked and he has to go track down these magical items before bad people do bad things with them and it's kind of spun off i guess it was like a couple of, of movies like i want to say they were sci-fi channel movies or maybe usa something like that and then they have now made a series which has wait for it this you'll find exciting and i actually found it exciting but it has um from angel the wolf from heart guy Lindsay. oh really yeah, I really like. Oh, that he's guy. awesome, and you know he's actually like kind of a little bit of like a, a, a like a B level country star too now. Oh, I did not know that. But you know, what's yeah. funny is his character pretends to be like in the country on the show. Like when you kind of first meet him, he's like pretending to not be smart. Like it's the thing about the librarians is they're like super super smart. They like don't have any superpowers per se, other than they're like wicked smart. So he has this whole look going for him when you first meet him, like in this bar where he's got like the cowboy hat on and he's like pretending to be, you know. Sure. He looks like Lindsay at the end of Angel. Yes, he totally looks like <laughs> Lindsay at the end of Angel, as a matter of fact. At the yes. beginning of Angel, he wasn't like that at all, but by no. the end, he was totally. He was like, he actually went to Lauren's Club once and sang. A country I remember song. that, yes. And, and, you know, one of the things I did like about late Angel was Lindsay because. Like every time you would see like that nugget of goodness in him, like he did a really good job at that. And I was like, I always wanted him to just like be good. And what's cool about this show is he just gets to be a good guy. Like, and he just, he is, and he get, but he also gets to be like super smart and good guy. And you kind of don't see it coming, but he's also, he also, you know, is kind of more muscle as well. And it has also Rebecca, uh, oh, she's not going by Stamos anymore. But you Rebecca know, Romaine? Yes, Mystique. it has Mystique in it. She plays like the, I guess the librarian being the brains needs somebody to like protect his ass. Someone and, to be hot. Yeah, and to be hot while they do it. So they called on her to be that person. And so it's she's so fun to think about the the angel stars kind of post angel because they've all done really interesting things. Like like I loved Much Ado. Have you seen Much Ado about Nothing yet? I have. I you know and I you and I do not agree on that film. Oh, you did, you didn't like it. I didn't hate it, but like I didn't, I didn't like the way he decided to go with it. Like it was, it was too dark, and it didn't really work for me. Well, I loved it, and then, and then Angel gets to be like smarmy and jealous, minus any of the darkness um, in Bones. What? Um, Have you seen Bones? He is not smarmy on Bones. He's not smarmy on Bones. He is not smarmy on Bones. I watched a few episodes. I watched a few episodes of, of I watched a few episodes of Bones and he was smarmy. No way, he's like he's a Boy Scout. He's Angel on Bones, if anything. You he's know not, what I mean? He's not all broody though, and he's sarcastic. No, he's, he's not broody, but he's he's a cow. He's definitely he's he's a good but he's, guy. But he's sarcastic. That's what I'm saying. Is is I'm saying what I liked about Angelus is that Angelus was funny. Angel was never funny. Angel was always surrounded by funny people, but he was broody all the time. He and, and David Morianis can be funny. So when he was Angelus, oh yeah, no, he's definitely he that, not broody. He's definitely fun. I was oh, that. that. That's what I mean. I mean, I mean, you get all the stuff you liked about Angelus minus. Madison being, yeah, Madison. the darkness, yeah, and then and then hearing about Lindsay doing this, and it's just really interesting to see where where these guys all go. It's it's fun. Gunn has been on Agents of Shield, yes, I, like, like like where the hell is he this season? Um, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not caught up on Shield, but I I always enjoy it every time he shows up. Like, did you watch it? I I recommended to you that you watch Agent uh, Agent Carter. Have you done it yet? I haven't had a chance to. No, do it. I really man. want to. I know do, I'm gonna like it. I know you're gonna like it. 
gonna be like to like when she showed up in the one episode of Agents of Shield, I was like, that's fucking awesome. Because you know what? She's badass and she's sexy and she's tall and she's got meat on her bones. Not that she's heavy because she's not heavy, but she's like she's not the like Hollywood wafy. Type. Yeah, she's not the typical. Um, also, what I like about Rebecca Romaine, same thing. Like, and you, it's so funny because you can totally see it. You know what I mean when you see them next to the other girls, like on the show. Because, like, on the librarians, there's like you know your traditional cute little redhead, and like she looks like a giant when she stands next to her. Well, I think it's you really, know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's really interesting about what has happened in the last like 15 years to what is the epitome of sexy because it's gone from Rebecca Romaine to Jennifer Lawrence. And it's like in in a very real way that happened with Mystique. Mystique was Rebecca Romaine because at the time she was the epitome of hotness. And now it's a different paradigm. And so they cast a different actress that who has that body. And it's it's just very very interesting that like that it's gone that way. I saw a meme or a I guess it was a, a slideshow of like like the ideal woman's body for like the last like. 200 years and what it would be like per decade. And it's just really interesting how like only now is it like the, the, it used to be like, if you were super thin, it was a sign of being like poor and, and, yeah. and it was, it was unattractive and just interesting. I mean, just interesting sociological stuff, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, I guess. And I guess that's maybe what like from a, like being, you know, sort of feminist and getting on my box. A little bit, it's kind of what pisses me off about it as an idea. It's like, they're all sexy. You know what I mean? Like, cause women oh, have you, are have sexy. You that, have you, you seen that I mean? picture of like a bunch of women, like in their, like in bra and underwear and like, like they're everything from, you know, flat chested five foot one waif all the way to absolutely like probably would be considered to be obese and everything in between all in their underwear going, going, all of this is sexy. No, and, but I love the sound of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought it was sexy. I mean, from a guy's point of view, I mean, it's look, it's. I mean, that's the, the reality. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's ladies, it's ladies in their undies. I'm not gonna say no. I mean, for the most part, but I mean, like almost every guy I talk to, like I, I don't ever, like it's just that, like that's such a, it's such a construct. But like, because mo- like when I talk to guys about like what they think is hot, like there isn't a well, she has to look this way or she needs to look that way. You know what I mean? There really isn't this this very strict type that is whatever, you know, Hollywood has decided at the time or whatever media has decided is hot at the time. Like, like they, they think women are hot, you know, because like we are, <laughs> you know, I, I think that, I think that the, if you look at it, I wonder, and I, I, I mean, I, I'm totally like outside the box here in my thinking, but I'm wondering if some of it is, is the unattainable thing. The thing that it is difficult to be is the thing that is that that you strive for. So right now it's not it's not hard to be heavy nowadays. You know, that's not hard to ha- you know it's re- very easy to do that, but but it's really hard right now, you know, it, it, to be very very thin. I wonder if like back in the you know, 150 years ago when it was that other paradigm that maybe it was because it was very hard to be heavy at that time and everybody was so maybe the it's always been sort of geared toward you should be that thing that's really hard to be and and which is terribly unfair because let's face it in general men are gross and get away with it because they wear it <laughs> because they wear a nice suit right <laughs> all you guys have to do is take a fucking shower and put on some nice clothes and you're fine 
And it doesn't even really have to be that nice. It's just like no breakfast stains and we're good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not, really? Hey, listen, but uh, um, so that, I guess that leads me into confession time. Um, yes. And, and deep space nine. Um, so I've watched a bunch of DS nine. Uh, anybody who listens to the show knows that my DS nine rewatch are, I generally watch one episode of the course of like two or three days. Cause I watch it as I'm putting my younger child to sleep. And so I watch it in like 15 minute increments as he falls asleep. I watch it. Then he's asleep and I finish it 15 minutes and put him in his bed and I go into whatever I'm going to do. So I watch a new episode of DS nine about every three days because I do that every day. So that being said, I am, um, uh, smack in the middle of season five right now. Okay. And there are a couple things that I need to talk about with you. Uh, thing number one, um, the what I wanted to talk about last time, I just watched the episode, Let He Who Is with, Without Sin. Um, and that is the episode where Worf goes to Risa. And I got to talk. When Worf goes to, when Worf and, and, Worf and, Worf and Dad. Go, to, go with, um, with uh, what's his name? Quark, Quark and Bashir, and yeah, Quark, um, Bashir, and, and Lita, and Lita, and Lita. Yeah, where Lita and Bashir have their conscious uncoupling, um, right. and and Quark just wants Ramajaran. I think that's right. Um, uh, from anyone who will give it to him. Um, but it's really interesting because I uh, I I had to admit while I was watching it, I was I'm going to use a word that I don't like using a lot. Um, it's a uh, it's it's a Christiany kind of word um, that Christians will use when they go. The Lord made me feel bad about something I did, um, and and that word is convicted. Um, but boy, oh boy, did that episode made me feel convicted because I realized that for a significant portion of my younger life, I was Worf in that episode. Wow, and it was amazing because I was thinking about to myself specifically me. At uh, so for anyone who hasn't seen the episode, the plot of the episode is essentially this: uh, Worf with um his uh at the time serious girlfriend, uh Dax go plan a trip to Risa, which is and, essentially a pleasure planet. Right? Uh, yeah, which is a pleasure planet. It's a vacation spot. It's it's you know it's like a, a like a resort in Jamaica, you know, or something. But but more more sexual than that, I guess, sort of. I mean, um, I don't get the feeling like on Risa that you like have to have sex, but like, yeah, but it's not, it's not a place to be a Puritan. Yeah. It's, you know what it's, I'm saying? Like, it's just really not geared toward that. Yeah. There's a, it's, it's a very open type of place. Yeah. Um, uh, but I guess they're like, it's not like they're going to have a bunch of sex with all the people there. Like they're going to have, have fun. fun it's beautiful other. beaches. And, and, and so I guess it's not all about sex. It's just like, that's all they ever show you of it. I mean, the only other time you saw Rice is, is when Picard went there and he went there to read a book and he had the Horgon and, you know, but I think even coming- without, beyond that, I'm saying what I think is, I guess the reason I say that is like, what, like, I don't think you have to like partake of the sex or what have you, but like, there it's out there do you know what i mean so like yeah. if you're gonna be you can't be that guy like i said you can't be a puritan you know with your collar all the way up and like every bit of flesh you know not, like you won't have fun there like you could be but like you wouldn't go to risa because you wouldn't have a good time like yes i'll say like everybody is no, just like, kind of free and and easy and like sex is out there if you want it massages or not you know it's cool yeah. whatever so you know the so the plot of this particular episode is, uh, for those who haven't seen it, is that Worf goes and uh, and Jadzia runs into the person who runs the resort, who was uh, who 
was a lover of her previous host, uh, Curzon Dax, um, and who Curzon died. Curzon died um, having sex with her. Um, is what they kind of imply in <laughs> in the episode, and uh, it's uh, not oh, a I bad feel, way to go though. <laughs> why can't I remember Vanessa Williams? Yeah, uh, not a bad uh, way to go. If you're gonna go, might as well be with Vanessa Williams, you know, because yeah. <laughs> she's hot. Um, uh, yeah, who who by the way she was? I mean, at the time that that came out, she was not as young as she once was, and she was still just Smoking. like like oh. I seriously did not ever age that woman. Um, uh, so so Worf is, is is taken aback by that. Plus, he's watching Julian, Julian and Lita, uh, Doctor Bashir and Lita. Um, it appears that they are constantly cheating on each other, and he goes and he joins a bunch of of puritanical people who are like, this is what's wrong with the Federation and, and all of this all, fun you're having, <laughs> all this fun you're having is going to, is going to make it so that the dominion comes and destroys you yes, all. This is why the dominion hates us, which if you start to think about that for a little bit, especially with the climate we have now in terms of like terrorism and the, and the terrorists don't like the, the reason they attack us, you know, is for our ideals, right? It would yeah. totally translate right now. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of DS9 would. A lot of DS9 would either translate or be really offensive right now. Yeah. Um, uh, which is why I like it so much. Um, uh, but Worf essentially joins these guys, uh, commits a, a small act of terrorism um, in that he helps uh, destroy like a weather satellite. Um, yeah, take down the weather system. So, because it's like it's supposed to be beautiful there 24 7. They get to decide. Yeah. He takes it down so that, and they don't just take it down. I think they like. They sabotage it so it's like rainy. And it goes off for tw- like twenty four hours. It has to be that way. Um, yeah. uh, he gets in no trouble for doing this. By the way, He's, everything's everyone's like pissed at him for doing it, but then afterwards, like everyone's totally cool with him, which that bothered me in and of itself. Uh, like, like, right? Like, like you just totally did some shit that, like, really, totally illegal. And yeah, you're yeah, like, a like if, if, officer, I, you know? if I were to go, if I were to go, like, like, hey, the. I don't like the Starbucks here in town. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to break all the espresso machines. And then I, it's not like I can the next go day go, you know, I've rethought that ideology and I was wrong. And I would be like, yeah, that's cool. Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no. It wouldn't go down like that. It would, nobody would be like, Oh, it's fine. It's like, Oh, it's well, okay. I'm, glad, I'm glad you had a change of thought. Heart. Fuck yeah. you. I'm glad that you saw the error of your ways. Go to jail. Have a cup. <laughs> yeah. Go to jail. Here's some pretty bracelets for you. <laughs> I know. I know. But, um, and it turns out that Lita and Julian were not cheating on each other, but they were essentially, um, being with each other while they were also being with other people as part of a conscience, uh, Bajoran uncoupling that you never see again. I, no, you I, don't. And I got to tell you, I thought it was such a cool idea. Like this was one of those times where it was like they came up with this. You sort of specific to a race like that we didn't know before. This and you see a lot of Bajorans break up with a lot of people on this show. Like like Kira has two relationships at least. And you um, never three. see her do that. And she's had breakups before this moment. So like the fact that this is the first time you would see this particular ritual kind of performed. Like, why would it be with Lita? Why wouldn't it have been like the first time Kira broke up with somebody? Or but, if they're gonna, or if they're gonna come up with it here, fine, but do it again, make it a thing. But no, you never see it again. Um, I what happens uh, with Worf though um, reminds me very, very much of myself at like age seventeen. I had, I, I will come out and say, 
I had a girlfriend once that I said the words to fun is overrated. Oh my God. Um, Sorry. I have no, I have, I guess. Because I was totally <laughs> I'm like. I'm really having trouble processing that right now. Because uh, I was, hey, I was, I won. I was like totally like the jealous kind of guy. I mean, I was like, sure. I was that guy. And, and certainly I can see, especially if I had Worf's personality, which I did a little bit at the time, like I, I considered myself to be very honorable, very honest. I was, I may not have been fun, but I was a good person. Um, and that that's exactly how Worf saw himself in, in the episode that, sure. that all these people are having fun, but they are being bad and bad is bad. Um, and it's not okay to do it just because you're having fun. Like that's yeah. no excuse. That doesn't, that doesn't make it okay for, for you to, you know, and, and I can see even now I would have a problem like, like hanging out, hanging out with the ex lover of a significant other would be problematic for me now. Um, if I were Worf, it would be even more problematic. Um, if yeah, I, I mean, were I'm like you, because I definitely I, I have like I, I firmly believe there are like two kinds of people. Like you're either the jealous type or you aren't. And like if you are, like it's just something you struggle with. Like you just have to work on it. But like and certain people, which is not to say I have not gotten to like know and like people who are in that position and eventually came around and like you know, put to bed, you know, no pun intended that, <laughs> that, that thought that like, okay, I just got to be okay with the fact that that stuff happened because this person's kind of cool, you know, but I can see in like, if I met that person and that person was in a bathing suit talking in front of me about how awesome the sex was that killed you, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I could definitely see me be me as well. I could see that being like awkward. Like, like, like I, I really don't know how to respond right now. I would want to be cool. I'm not sure if I'd actually be able to be cool, though. Yeah, like because because the cool thing for Vanessa Williams to do at the time would have been like, hey, listen, that was then. This is now. I'm really glad you guys are here. And, you know, and I don't even want you to think about what happened before. That would be the thing to do. Right. That's the cool thing to do. That's the thing I would do in her position. You know what I mean? And, like then, I think, then, and then I think Worf could have like maybe been OK with it. And Dak should have been like, well, yeah, it was a while ago. But for them to reminisce about the sex that killed Curzon in front of Worf. Yeah, okay. that doesn't occur to me as maybe not the nicest. That thing. was kind of and shitty. I and I don't think I mean, to be clear in the episode, in the context of it, like I don't I didn't get the impression that they were doing it to be shitty but it's definitely it's the kind of thing where it's like i feel like if i were to bring that up to yeah, you, but you know what like, that's but that's that's dead. that's what makes it shitty is that it's it's thoughtless it's not on purpose it's not evil but it's thoughtless it's like it's like we're gonna reminisce about how awesome it felt to have that penis in here's my vagina the, back stop, then it was amazing but that's the what thing. they were doing i mean they, yeah, were, they were no i'm clear that that's what they were doing but here's the thing like i don't think of it as thoughtless and shitty in the same way that you do because the only like most people's barometer for things are like would this bother me and i genuinely don't think that if their roles had been reversed jed z would be upset if he had done something similar and i think that's why it's not shitty and that's not why it's you know not quote unquote bad it does make sense that like if if it bothered him like she should every once in a while jed zia does bother me in not being open to his feelings on stuff you know oh, what yeah, i mean like it's one I, of the big- I, I get that you you get offended and you're upset and it's like listen you should know better but like you should try to like if you guys are in a relationship 
You know what I mean? Like you've got to try to understand the other person's perspective and, you know, make some adjustments accordingly. I'm not well, saying and if you're, you if are, you're hundreds of years old, right? how do you like, not know that by now? Like, how do you like, like, seriously, like, 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 do you need, like, that's not even like, that's not even like a barometer thing. Like, so, I mean, like I hear you about a lot of the things that Jed Zia does, but like, 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 can you imagine like you're with your, you're with your brand new girlfriend that you're not, the, you know, a few months old girlfriend that you're, you're really into, you're really like, like you have an intense relationship. And the point of this trip is to go, is to, is, get is to go closer. to get even closer. And the minute you get there, you're like, it was so awesome having sex with you till I died. Like that would be a problem. That would be, that's not even a barometer yeah. thing. That's a, that's a, you know what? That's shitty in any language. Like just, you just don't, you don't do that shit. Like you can, you can be nice and like, like what Worf would want is to like avoid contact with that person. That's what Worf would want. That would be like kind of the the being mindful of Worf's feelings thing to do. But to just come straight out and go, it's so good to see you. You look so amazing. Remember all the sex we had? That's their conversation immediately. Not even hello, this is Worf. It's like so good to see you. I liked you. You know, when I had a penis, it was incredible having it in your vagina till I died. You know that's. <laughs> Here's like, like you wonder why Worf's like Worf, like why Worf's like a little uncomfortable. I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't. It's not that I don't get why Worf's uncomfortable, and I and I get why he would say something, and it should occur to Jadzia after the fact why that might upset someone, and why maybe that's not the best way to start a conversation. What I'm saying is, not knowing it at the outset doesn't like necessarily brand her as the bad guy to me. Like, no, I don't think just, she, I'm not saying that she's a bad guy, but I'm saying it's a shit move, or as a shit move. That's what I'm saying. Like people make your know, quote unquote shit moves all the time, and, and it is. Just because they don't realize it in the moment doesn't mean like if you bring it to their attention, like because I, like I said, like I, you know, most people you kind of go by the would this bother me? And there are a lot of things that would bother me that I like don't do to other people because it, I know it would bother me. But like probably 90 percent of those people could give a fuck about, you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess what I'm saying is that particular conversation at that stage of the vacation is maybe like also imagine that this is happening on the, on, 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 the, on the first day of your honeymoon. Like that's the no, first. It is not the, the first. They didn't just get married. But this is the first like thing they've gone off to do together. It's their like, first romantic trip. So it's the first day, the first moment upon arrival of their first romantic trip. But then they get in an argument about it. She like peels off the thing. And she's standing around in her one piece, and she looks hot as hell. I'll I'll give it to you. I oh, I'm yeah. an, I I'm an Esri Dax person, but you know what? Terry Farrell looks amazing, so I will give it to her with the spots. Um, all the way and, down. and I'll give you this actually. I I was a I hated seasons one through three ish, four ish Jadzia decks. This is the incarnation of Jadzia that I actually really like. Um, but it's stuff like this bothers me. Anyway, the so so Worf tries like he tries to turn around. And he's like he's like I was at this point in my life. I saw this sunrise. I saw. A, death and bloodshed and you're more beautiful than that you know whatever it is that he says to her and he really tries to recover like he really tries to be cool but yeah. he doesn't want to he doesn't want to like get into it and then when he sees you know you know how he feels about relationships when he sees like lita and bashir and he thinks they're cheating on each other and nobody at the end of the episode it's again one of those things where they go oh didn't we tell you <laughs> oh did we forget to mention that 
Yeah. I mean, again, again, I, again, you know, let's say you and I are really good friends with, you know, let's say Bob and Jane are our really good friends. And then we're constantly seeing Bob and Jane cheat on each other on this trip. It would bother you and I like like it would yeah. like we would it would be bothersome to us. So yeah. then to go to go, hey, you know what? This is going to be happening. Don't worry. We're not we're not really hurting one another when we do this. But again, like it. Uh, so all that being said, it doesn't justify Worf being such a fucking stick in the mud. Although Jadzia didn't help things when she's doing Demi Moore and Ghost making clay pottery with with the ex lover later on. Where she's like, yeah. I love the way it feels in your hands. It's good. It's good. I mean, seriously. No, I this definitely, was, I do feel like this is one of those times. Uh, it's two when, minutes away from becoming, a, like, that's the opening to a porn stop, movie. Stop, I mean, that's like, <laughs> like, seriously, if it wasn't Star Trek. It like, would definitely have been a porn movie. I know, seriously. You just got to feel the clay. You got to feel it. And I do. You got to let it be. You got to let it be what it wants to be. And if and it it's wants all, to be a vag, you let it be a vag. And if it and wants to be a penis, you let it be a penis. And if those, those two things want to go at it, you let them do it, man. You just. Yeah, and, <laughs> well, and 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 it's all like you know, unfortunately, because you know the the go to is ghost for pottery sex, um, but that's all. <laughs> that's sorry, a, like, can we just take a moment to drink in the fact that you just said the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> the go to is ghost for pottery sex. Am I wrong? No, you're not. That's what makes it so funny. <laughs> like that's what's, it's totally a thing. And then ghost is the go-to for said thing. It's completely accurate. Um, My 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 point is though is that unfortunately this the you know DS Nine given that it's a weekly television show it's all like well lit like in Ghost it's all like oh yeah no there's there's no romantic lighting yeah no no it's 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 totally that porny vibe it's totally. Like, no, like it's, it's clear that that's what they're making. They're definitely and, and the, the set is like white walls with scarves. You know, it's like it's like truly. Yeah, it's it's so obvious. This was someone's what, house in Beverly. Someone's house in the seedy side of Beverly Hills. You can just sort of tell <laughs> that's what's going on. This is not on the Paramount line. No, this is <laughs> this isn't somebody's basement playroom. Yeah. <laughs> this is not Paramount. This is Mount a Pair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so like so I uh, fucked it up to bad writing because that's like I feel like Jedzia would not be that fucking thick. Do you know what I mean? That's what I that's what I'm saying. Like I could understand the initial thing, but like when when we have the talk, like yeah, maybe he's overreacting, but that doesn't mean you couldn't. I don't know. Try to be cool. Do you know? And like that is clearly not trying to be cool. That's like you just have to deal with it. So I'm gonna sit here and like boob flirt with her all over the place and you're just gonna have to like it because you know you know the next scene the next scene is them like naked and like s- like scissoring you know <laughs> like, and, yeah. and 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 Worf walks in and she's like we're ju- Worf you're so judgmental how could you be so judgmental of this don't you understand we're we're this is an evolved planet we're just doing we're, we're supposed to be doing. ourselves why don't you why are you why why are you so upset you know although this is what I'm saying like why can we take a moment? Why is he so upset? They're both hot. Like, just hit that, dude. What a but problem. That's not, that's not Worf's way, though. Worf is, Worf is absolutely a monogamous. I mean, ever since season one, no, I know. Next Gen <laughs> with Kalar. I mean, that's just how yeah, he is. He's like a constant. Um, but, I mean, here's the thing, though. All of that being said, um, his, his 
judgment, his judgmentalness, which I mean judgment, but it's really judgmentalness um, of, of Jadzia is in my, in this case, it feels justified. Um, the way he feels toward Julian and Lita, given what he doesn't know, also feels very justified. It doesn't like, feel justified, and I'm going to tell you why. Because, and this is the thing, like, this is what, it, like, what you're talking about. Like, it would bother us, like, if we saw friends of ours doing that. Like, I think we would talk about it and we would question it. But, like, at some point, I would get to, you know what? If they're happy, it's cool. Yeah, like, but I may not thing. get it. What but, he, what Worf says, he says they are dishonoring each other. And I think he's, saying. It, he's um, he yeah, but I, I would have to, I would have to rewatch the episode to figure out. Does he know that they're happy? Does he know that they're okay? I don't think the it fact matters. That the other one it is like pretty clear. It, first of all, neither one of them seems unhappy, right? And it's and it's crystal clear to me the fact that he's like they are dishonoring each other. Like he has an opinion about that. And he is espousing that opinion as though that is the only way it can be. And that's why, to, and that's why I, it's would just rewatch, I would have to rewatch the episode to see exactly at what point he knows that they know that the other one is doing that. I'm, but I'm saying it's not relevant because it doesn't, it doesn't ever occur to him that there's a scenario in which that could be okay. And that's what makes it judgmental. Sure. He has made a decision. He and that's and this is a downfall that they have of his that he just he has decided what's right and what's wrong. And whether or not you abide by that, you're still wrong. Right? Like he does he's sort of closed minded in that way. And that's what I liked about the eventual end of the episode, in that like, listen, this is what they went there to do. And like they were happy. And that's and that's the thing though, is that is that if you know, if you, let's say you and Mr. A went with me and Mrs. J on on some vacation that was not some seedy hotel in Georgia, because um, <laughs> we've, we we've done that, we've done that. I but but let's say we did that, and then uh, you were to see this would never ever happen, but you were to see Mrs. J with some other dude, and you would see me with some other chick and you've never seen that before oh that no that would definitely make me go that, I, don't, I don't know what to that, do about this do i tell them do i do i like yeah exactly super conflicted and yeah that's the and that's the position that and again you know kind of a shit move for them to go hey listen you they, don't worry about this like this is not like we're not cheating on each other this is not cheating we're not we are not we are not deceiving each other and, and, and hurting, being selfish and hurting one another. And that's all. But yeah, it, the point is, is that it, however I would feel, it wouldn't necessarily make me go destroy a weather satellite. Um, and be right. so, so his self-righteous about some shit like that, you know, his whole, his whole theory then becomes, you know, his whole theory then becomes, well, this place is the problem. Fun is bad. We shouldn't be having fun. Fun, no more fun. Yeah, which is just fucking ludicrous. It's like, dude, stop. <laughs> like, yeah, I really was, feel like in this episode, he's the villain of the piece. I'm just saying. Except that, like, like, I yeah, he is. And like, and, I really love, I love him a lot. I really do. And he has his ways. Well, and, and that's why I felt. It brings me to how he's feeling. Is why I felt convicted to use that term. Is because I was like, this, this is, um, you not. Like I was that guy where like where even maybe I had had legitimate reasons to be concerned about something. I then came down on the entire institution, you know, um, uh, of everything. And I was I was the word is stick in the mud. 
I was a fucking stick in the mud. And it's not like I'm a party guy now. I'm still kind of a fucking hermit. You know, I'm, you know, sure. I think the, I think you and I have, have, have this much in common that, that on the mic, we're both really like, woohoo, we're yeah. And then we get to turn off the mic and we kind of just stay in our houses and don't leave. Um, <laughs> and like, and like, even before we hit record, neither one of us is like this boisterous, you know, but like this brings us out, you know, and, and it's why this is so good for us. Um, uh, but like, I think that, that even more so than I ever was before, like, uh, like I was absolutely not just that I didn't want to go fucking do stuff, but that I was like, I felt that parties were bad. Alcohol yeah, was bad. Dude, that stuff this is because this is, this is, you know, dishonoring yourself. I mean, I was really, that, that was the sort of shit I would say. Wow. Um, and it's, you know, it, it was so unattractive in that episode. And it, it was not just anything he did, but just kind of his, his attitude and the way he looked at everything. And, it, and it was always wrapped around jealousy over a girl for me. And it was always kind of about that. It was always like, you know, I was like, like, it was always like, I don't want to go hang out with this bunch of friends because this bunch of friends were friends with you when you had that boyfriend. You know, it was like, like, like it was, it was, it, it was so like such like a, a looking into the past at what like kind of a shit I had been at one point in my life watching that episode that it, I had to talk to you about. It. Wow. That's, that's crazy. Especially cause I'm trying to imagine how many times you've seen that episode, you know what I mean? Like over the years and like that, that's the first time it sort of occurred to you that like, well, I think I had to go like first, uh, probably the first time I saw it, I was like, man, Worf is right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like where you couldn't understand why everybody was like trying to convince him otherwise you were like but he's yeah, right like, you guys i don't understand like, like i think when i first saw the episode i saw like Worf was right but he took it that one step too far like that, that so it I wasn't think, that he was wrong it was just that he crossed a, a line and, and yeah it was it, it was that the, the, the ends don't justify the means and i had a problem with his means and it wasn't until now that i was kind of like you know dude like you're, seriously like, dude <laughs> like maybe you shouldn't be such a dick <laughs> but it wasn't until this conversation that i've kind of backed off of feeling like maybe you shouldn't be such a dick because maybe like like you know because i want to go you should trust jazia you should trust her like you should trust yeah. her she loves you but then but then i now in this conversation i backed off a little and go you know jazia has not done anything in this episode that's made her terribly trustworthy um, and that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I was like, what I was saying about like, there's sort of two different types of people. Like there are people who are jealous types and there are people who aren't. And like, if you're with someone who is like, they're not like, it's not about not trusting you. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, yeah, it's like, like something wrong, like in our brains that make us jealous. Like, and I, I certainly, you know, I don't when I see Mr. A talking to some girl, like my brain doesn't immediately leap like, cause I know how like loyal and awesome he is, but I've been in a relationship with a guy who wasn't like that. Like he was just normal. Like there was anything wrong with the way he was. Right. But like, he was kind of flirty and sort of, you know what I mean? Like, and that just made me worse. And that's the thing. Like Jadzia, Jadzia how many lifetimes have you had? Yeah. Jadzia like, was reminiscing about death sex. I mean, that's like, that's like saying, she's being all flirty with an ex. And it's like, seriously, Jadzia, come on, girl. Like yeah. he's not, like it's fair for him to have like to be, to be the way that he is and you should know that he's that way and like he trusts you but like that doesn't mean you should flaunt that shit that doesn't mean you should make it harder on him because it's not yeah, exactly it no like good. 
like with a conversation that should have happened after her, like, hey, it was so good fucking you to death um, conversation <laughs> right. that, 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 that it should have been a brief conversation with her and Vanessa Williams where she's like, listen, I it's good to see you. I'm here to have this romantic you know, time with Worf and it's going to make it really awkward. So it's great to see you. But I think we should probably just kind of, you know, we'll say goodbye when we leave, but it's a good idea. And that's kind of what I would do. Like if I went to a yeah. resort, if I went to a resort, even right now, if I went to a resort with with uh mrs j and i would run to an ex-girlfriend there right i would you know mrs j is awesome she's not a, she's not a jealous type at all mm-hmm. um but i would probably be like like hey listen i would love to have a cup of coffee with you one time for 10 minutes before we go to mm-hmm. catch up but other than that i think it would be a really good idea if like i i'm i'm going to kind of be standoffish because this is like our only time we have to come be romantic and it's it's a little awkward and i don't want it to be awkward so i will set aside a time for you and i in a very public not in a hey let's have a pottery sex place right not not <laughs> alone not yeah. alone in a scarf hung bedroom with a pottery wheel right. like 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 not alone in a porn setup and certainly, if that ex were to be like, hey, it was so good fucking you to death, you know, at that point, I'd probably cancel the coffee. Right. You know, like, it's like, like, it would be like, like, to, like, I, I would have loved that conversation with like her going, oh, I remember when Curzon was here, he fucked me till he died. I could just like, I would be awesome if, if John Z was like, dude, like, no, oh, that was like, like, what are you doing? Why would you bring that up right now? She's like, what, what, whatever is ours is yours. Yeah, great. Thanks. Like I would be. <laughs> no, I'm totally with you. Like, cause I'm the same. Like, Mr. A also not at all the jealous type. Like, it's just not his way. And like, which is good, obviously, because you know, being an actor, like, I like it's it's such a because if he was well, every, an actor, fu- every every fucking time you've had to like change in front of me, and you're just like, boom, my shirt's off, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> you're, like freak out, like and he just like give a fuck. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, or I've had to like kiss a dude on stage or in a movie or whatever. Like he's like, it's fine. Like I couldn't do the same. I'm clear on that. Like sure, it's not yeah. because I don't trust him. Like it's not why. Like it's just I'm just made that way. Like it just makes me angry and upset. So, like I can't help it. But like that's why I that's how i would behave like if i was to run into some ex or something like it wouldn't be hey let's hang out like alone and stuff like why would i do that like it's just first and of then, all and then can you imagine no that, reason for us if, to you if, know? That ex, like, if that ex started the conversation with with that how great sex was when, when i killed you during sex is like yeah i'd be like yeah i remember that so yeah that, that was the, later you know that I mean? was like, so awesome can we meet later on a porn set and make pottery <laughs> like it just wouldn't occur to me to continue i don't think yeah. it would be like wow yeah i'll uh i'm sure we'll see you later like how big is fucking risa like why has she got to run into her every five seconds like yeah, it, yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's it occurs to me well, that that's, also, got plenty that's to also do. a star that's also a star trek thing like whenever they go to earth it's like it's like i a, a field, a, a field by <laughs> by the river, a, a field by San Francisco Bay with a couple of small buildings and then large buildings in the background and like a New Orleans street. In this case, the entire planet Riza is clearly it's like it's like the it's like the smallest sandals resort in Jamaica. Like, it's like, <laughs> Where like it's there's like, just no way you don't run into your ex lover that you fuck that fucked you to death. There's just no way. Like, <laughs> like, it's, it's like it's like the one you go to because it's like a couple hundred dollars cheaper because you because <laughs> you can bus over to the good one. Right, because um, you can get there if you wanted to on like a day trip or something. But yeah, it's yeah. So so that's that episode. I also 
uh, jumping off of that episode, I have a huge problem, and I'm stealing some of this from the Gamma Quadrant when I listen to it. Um, this podcast about DS9 I listen to, but it's really evident now. Um, we all know that at the uh, at the end of or the middle of season five of DS9, we discover that Julian Bashir has been in a uh, in a Dominion prison, and that the Julian Bashir on the station was not Julian. Was not Julian. Yes. Julian Bashir, we find in the prison, is wearing the old DS9 jumpers with the black and then with the color on top and the purple underneath, whereas everybody else had changed to the first contact outfit with the purple on top and then the color underneath. And so that's how you know he's been there for a while because everyone shows up in the, new, in the new clothes and he's still in like the, like in the Voyager outfit is what he's wearing. Right. Still. Um, <laughs> so I am about two episodes before that. And I watched the episode now, uh, where uh, where in this one particular episode that well, first of all, there's the episode before where uh, where Cisco is getting visions um, mm-hmm. from the prophets, and the visions are killing him. Yeah, and 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 Jake is like, no, I want to save him. And then the episode right after that is the episode where um, Odo finds a baby changeling. And uh, and at the same time, Kira gives birth. That's mm-hmm. not Doctor Bashir in those episodes. So this changeling a performed brain surgery, and <laughs> and b delivered a Bajoran baby, and c to not blow no, his cup delivered a human baby out a of Bajoran baby, mother, Bajoran. which is, occurs and, to me is way more difficult than just yeah. delivering a Bajoran baby, right? And even in that episode, he goes, well, I'm very busy. I have a lot of surgeries that I have to do. So he's doing multiple surgeries on the station. And then C allows a baby changeling to die to maintain his cover because he could have linked with that shit and healed it. But he was like sitting there. Well, I don't know what to do. I'm going to leave it to you and Dr. Mora to figure out what to do with this d- dying baby changeling. At no point is he like, I'm going to take that changeling, heal it, bring it to the founders, use my own linky powers to heal it. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I, never, I'm gonna that co- never occurred to me. Like, I, I guess I remember the the revelation when he's in the prison, like, and, the, and that he's in what? the old costume, and that he's in the old costume, and he's been there for a while. So, well, I guess what I'm saying is that Changeling Bashir is a dick. <laughs> yes, clearly, he's, and and also, he's very skilled, and he's, he's a dick. At least as skilled as Bashir. I know he's like, and, and Bashir, keep in mind, is is genetically engineered. And and like is like the greatest doctor ever because he's like also like as good as data, you know? And and clearly this changeling can just do all of it in his sleep. It just is it I have a bit of a problem with it. Yeah, I never thought about that. Like I, I, I guess in my mind I didn't realize like I didn't really latch onto the uniform thing. So I didn't have that same barometer of like how long it's been, which means this episode and this episode and this episode. Like so in my brain it's like, I mean, we're not seeing you know, what's happening every day or every week even, right? So, like, obviously he'd been there for a while, but it occurred to me that, like, we just hadn't seen what was... We hadn't seen episodes in that time period. So we didn't really see stuff with... The stuff that we're seeing with, you know, quote-unquote changeling Bashir is the stuff that we're seeing in this particular episode. But we know, right? Like, the meta-knowledge of doing theater and movies, which we do, is, is knowing that no costume choice is an accident. 
Like you put him in the, you'd already changed all the Starfleet uniforms. At this point, every Starfleet officer is appearing in that uniform. In that episode, every Starfleet officer is in that new uniform. He's in the old uniform. That's meant to tell you something. That's meant to go, yes, a certain amount of time has passed. At the time he disappeared, they were still wearing those. You know, I mean, that's the reason that he's in that episode. That's why they did that. that. Yeah. So if that's why they did that, you got to accept. I feel like that was a mistake on their part then. Because like, I don't, I don't, I don't see how we can possibly accept. I know that, 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 that. Like I could accept a lot, but I can't, I can't accept. I could possibly even accept him having like good doc, good enough doctor skills to get along for a while. You know what I mean? Like it didn't occur to me that he'd only been there for like a day or two. Like it occurred to me that he'd been there for a pretty long fucking time. And it, it certainly occurred to him like, wow. Well, brain yeah, I mean, he surgery. Could, but bra- brain yeah, but brain surgery. surgery, like, but brain surgery. No, like and then, and then super the ba- sensitive brain surgery at that. And no. letting the baby changeling die. And letting baby changeling die now. Like, that's what really bothered me. I was like, no. fuck that. Like, like, like when, when he's like, they, we've done all we can. Well, no. Did you try Lincoln with him? And did you try that? Is that have, something you tried? Have you tried that? Did you try that? Because I'm pretty sure if you did that, it would have been fine. That would have been really easy to do. You know what I mean? That would have been really easy to 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 go quick. Yeah, especially I need- un, unobserved. You know what I mean? To be like, you know what? Leave it here. Let me. I'll. I'm going to do some tests, and I'll get back to you. And no then, changeling like, has ever harmed another, except for that. Fucking except for changeling. that fucking changeling who just like he didn't harm it actively. He just let it die. And by the way, that changing who is also totally, totally willing to blow up DS9 with Odo on it um, later on. Yeah, yeah. It just, I have a problem with it. Now yeah. that I look at it, I've a Breaking a lot it, of their own shit. Yeah. So that was, those are the things that I've kind of noticed. Yeah, I'm not, I, I can't, I didn't realize that. And I'm, I'm going to choose to continue to not realize that that it was just he's been there for a long time and uh those episodes were not changeling bashir they were bashir bashir and we just don't see the episodes with the changeling guy except for the one that we're watching i want to put it out there i would love someone to write some fan fiction from the point of view of changeling bashir through all of that like like i want a first person point of view like the the adventures of changeling bashir and how he like why i want someone to like write fanfic that justifies all of it Okay. Like, what, Here's the thing. Maybe, maybe you could. Okay. So in in with respect to the um to the brain surgery. Okay. Like, what if this is an elite changeling? Okay. That not only can assume another's shape, but if has contact with said person, can assume their abilities as well. And so. Okay. Well, so I'll, take it a step further. I'll take it a step further. What if um, the changelings is part of what they've done and they've sent all the, all the, you know, the hundred out and, you know, I think they said that none have ever come back until Odo, who's the first one to come back. But let's assume that they've been, you know, assuming shapes. They seem very good at it. They seem good at infiltrating stuff. So what if one of them just was like, you know, I'm going to fucking go to medical school for 10 years. Cause what the fuck is 10 years? Who cares? I'm 10 years of medical school. Then I'm going to link. And when I link, you all get my medical school information. And then after, then at that point, then five of them can go off and go, okay, we've all completed five, 10 years of medical school because we all have, like, because they're like the Borg, right? They all share the same brain, right? When they, yep. when they link, they have all of each other's information. Then, yep. you can send, then you can send 10 of them out and they can all 10 go into 10 different specialties. 
Yep. And then they relink, and now they're all. So I guess that's like See? so that totally that's totally feasible. And wait for it, if you were to actually have watched the episode with the changeling, with the the one that he found from the eyes of the infiltrator changeling, he did try to link with it, did try to save it, and none of that worked. And he doesn't know why, and we don't know why. Then changeling just died anyway. Yeah, maybe it's because he's having problems linking because at this point... Uh, the, the disease has already begun. It, yeah, it's already like genetically like locked in there or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Sure, yeah. It's possible. Okay. I guess. We can make it work. <laughs> we can make that shit work. Let's also say that it was a changeling impersonating Dax being a fucking bitch on that planet. Because <laughs> Dax is way cooler than that. He usually is like because the times when he gets upset and she's just trying to have fun, like and she's like, "What is your fucking malfunction?" I'm usually on her side. Here's the thing: maybe, maybe Dax really, really, really was in love with Vanessa Williams, whatever. So Vanessa Williams knows how to how to manipulate Dax, but Vanessa Williams has been changing the whole time. And the point of doing that, the point of doing (laughs) that was to disrupt Lysa. That's the whole point. We did it. There's a terrorist attack. Terrorist attack. Done. <laughs> Those fucking changelings, man. They're clever fuckers. They just cause problems everywhere. I'm also, also Lita was a changeling the entire time. <laughs> Why? Because, well, because like she'd go from Bashir to Rom. At that point, you know she's a changeling. Oh, stop. Rom is sweet. Stop. No. Bashir. No. Bashir. I mean, yeah, no, I'm I'm clear on that. Like, something. <laughs> listen, I'm not trying to say there in something broken in that girl's brain, okay? But like, but you don't have that episode to see that. No, no. <laughs> shh, I want to try and get her on this here. Let's let's be nice. Be nice. <laughs> if any of you know Chase Masterson, we really want to get her on the show. Oh, so, she's adorable. Send it like those of you who have access to her Twitter. Tell her to come on the Trek Off podcast. Just go tweet tweet her and go listen. Come on. And her and Garrett Wong, I want to listen. I want to talk to Harry Kim. So the two of them, tell them to come on the Trick Out podcast. That's all I want to say about that. So there. Just, just don't tell them how I'm going to sexually harass them because that's what I do. <laughs> um, all right. Well, before we go, um, because both of our voices are about to totally give out. <laughs> Is there anything else you like? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. That- like I have a lot I want to say, but I'm like, I'm like, it hurts more than it did when it started. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, uh, thank you for sticking with us, uh, even though we've been a little fewer and further between. Um, we're going to, like, we've talked off air and we've pretty much agreed we're going to try and get this back to t- every 10 days. And by the by spring, we're going to try and get this to weekly. So so we're going to work on it. Um, but always check back uh, and, and look for us. Uh, be sure you friend us on Facebook. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, like right now as you're listening, hop onto iTunes and just check out Ninja vs. Monsters there if you're listening on your iPhone, which you probably are. Um, and even if you don't want to rent it right now, just give it a five-star rating like you've seen it because um, it is worth five stars. Um, and, and a review... And a review about how awesome it is. But like the DVD, it has like us doing it's like a show. It's a trek off show right there that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, so, like we were supposed to be talking about the movie, but we do very little of that. So yeah, we talk about Star Trek a lot, actually. <laughs> we really do. We really we really didn't do the whole commentary thing correct, maybe. Kinda, sorta. Um, it was more like a trek off with the movie in the background. <laughs> and share that and share that shit on Facebook and share that shit on Twitter and Instagram, however you want to share it. Just share the website. Bring people to ninjasversus.com and and that's what we want to say more than anything right now. Get people to see this film because the more people see this film, the like, basically here's the way it works. 
the more people rent the film, the higher up it goes on the list. It's easier for people to find and then the more people rent the film. So, so what I need you guys, I know there, there are hundreds of you out there that are listening right now. Just go on. If you got three bucks to, it's worth, it's, it's a great night. If, pop a couple of beers. You're going to have a great time. Um, and then even if you don't want to do that, then, you know, like that shit and, and share it and let people know about it. So that's it. Ninjas versus monsters. End of plug. Uh, this has been Trek off. My name's Justin. My name's Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. So you just finished the episode and you're like, hey, that was fun. I'd like more Trek off to put in my ear hole to put into my brain part. Well, that's really easy. All you got to do is go to trekoffpodcast.com. There's over 100 hours of Trek off. It's free. Just go there. Trekoffpodcast.com or search iTunes or whatever pod feed you use or trekoffpodcast.com. That's really easy. You can also like us on Facebook where you'll hear information about everything that we do. Like us there, especially hearing about trekoffmovie.com. That's our movie. We're making a movie based on this. The trailer's there. Links are there. Trekoffmovie.com, trekoffpodcast.com. Thank you for listening and trek off.